The longest-running off-road and action motorsports radio show on the planet is coming to you live with the biggest guest in motorsports. Here is the only man on the planet who can pack this much dirt slinging and tire slaying into two hours a week. Sit back, strap in, and be prepared to get your ears blown. Here is Jim Beaver and the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Wow, we are here for episode number 400 of the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jim Beaver here in the Polaris Razor studio, and just like we have done for 400 episodes, to me that's just absolutely mind-blowing. We're going to try and bring you guys the best in action, motorsports, talk, radio, anywhere in the world right here, and... uh, I got to tell you, this is a really, really special episode. Not many shows make it 400 episodes. I don't care if you're talking radio, podcast, TV. I mean, 400 episodes is definitely a milestone. Very fortunate to be here. And you know, one thing I wanted to do is I wanted this episode to be all about the guests. Now, I'll do my opening in the next segment like I always do, um, but we are going to be all about the guests today. And we've got two guests, and we're throwing this kind of old schoolish, long form interviews. We're not fitting these national time slots. We're going to break it apart. We've got two big guests, and we're going to go dive deep into their stories. And it's going to be a whole lot of fun today. We got one of the guys who has, uh, you know, been a fixture on the show in and out the past. Uh, eight years my good friend Travis Pastrana he is back on the show it's been probably at least at least a year since TP has been on the show uh he and I go way back we raced together at Vegas Torino it's really really fun to have TP back on the show today I think you guys are really going to enjoy this interview I think we're going to get a side of TP today that maybe we don't get every all all the time you know I'm gonna I'm not gonna ask him the easy questions I'm gonna ask him the stuff that he doesn't ever get asked so TP on the show today and then making his debut 400 episodes it took me to get this guy on the show another good friend of mine Rutledge Wood, you guys know him from NASCAR, you know him from Top Gear. He's got his new show there on Netflix, but I got to tell you, Rutledge Wood, this guy, you want to talk personality, he is an ideal fit for the show. We got a ton of mutual friends, and I am stoked to finally get Rutledge on the show, and then we've got an entire hour worth dedicated to Rutledge and his story, and uh, just talking all things cars, racing, and uh, all things badass, right here on episode number 400 of the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. You don't want to go anywhere, it's going to be two hours and a whole lot of fun. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you, but you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Ford WP is more than a store. We're truck and Jeep experts and have been for over 50 years. 
From wheel and tire upgrades to full custom builds, 4WP has you covered. Whether you want to order the best parts online or shop in-store, do the work yourself or get it done by a pro, all roads lead to 4WP. Do your rig right. Shop online or find your store at 4WP.com. For 100 years, General Tire has provided tires for your lifestyle, your adventure, your anywhere. Born from competition, the Grabber Tire offers the durability and off-road traction you demand in a tire. We put these tires to the test in the harshest off-road racing conditions to give you a tire that will make your anywhere possible. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us photos at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible. Because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media to learn more. Super ATV is the industry leader in aftermarket UTV and ATV parts and accessories. Super ATV products are designed, engineered, tested, and manufactured right here by Super ATV. Whether you're looking to upgrade your suspension, get stronger axles, or you're looking for a new winch to get you out of a tough spot, Super ATV has what you're looking for. And since we know you're in a hurry, we offer fast, free shipping to the lower 48 states on all orders. Visit SuperATV.com now and get your UTV or ATV dialed in. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Oh, man, that was a hell of a ride. Go check out MyMedic.com for the best first aid kits on the planet and save 15% with discount code Jim Beaver. Again, MyMedic.com, discount code Jim Beaver, and save 15%. It's cheaper than a funeral. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, episode number 400. Never would have thought I'd get here. Honestly, never would have thought I would get to episode number four, more or less 400. Uh, but thanks to all you guys for tuning in. This is a really, really special one. Uh, here in hour number one, we're going to kick things off. We've got my good friend Travis Pastrana, TP199. He's going to be coming up after this segment. Kicking off hour number two, we're going to have my good friend Rutledge Wood. Rut, uh, gosh, we, Rut and I, I, we've known of each other for a long time. I think we actually first met each other in person in the flesh last year at the SEMA show at the uh, General Continental Tire uh, big party they throw at Caesars Palace, invitation only. And if you get an invite, trust me, go to that one. It is awesome. But, uh, yeah, you know, a couple of guys, I really wanted to shake it up because we've always been about the personalities, about the guests. Uh, Travis, I think first time I ever had him, I can't even remember when the first time was. We're talking um, seven years ago, maybe. He was, I, I don't know if he was in year number one, definitely year number two. Uh, maybe 2013 was the first time I interviewed him. Maybe, I, I don't know. We're, we're going to have to do a little research on that one. Maybe episode 75, but I think it was before then. I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, and enough of that. But, um, yeah, we, I've known Trav for a long time. Uh, you know, we, we've been good friends, and 
you know, once in a while we'll, we'll send some jokes and some texts back and forth and things like that. But, uh, you know, I wanted to bring a couple of guys in that really, uh, you know, really with personality that have stories to tell. And, you know, they really reflect what this show is and where it has come from. And I, I get a lot of people all the time in my travels, you know, people see this and they're like, oh, you're on TV, you're here, you're there. Like, I went to college and I had a marketing degree, right? Um, but other than that, or a business marketing degree, but other than that, like, I didn't know what I was getting into in radio. And I, I tell everybody, everybody wants to know, like, how did you do this? That's amazing. You're living the dream. You're doing this. You're doing that. And, uh, you know, I tell everybody, I'm like, you know, the, the truth is, if you want something to happen, whether it be a podcast, a YouTube channel, a business, whatever it is, a blog, it, whatever it is that you want to start and you want to get going and you want to grow, ignore the numbers. Like, I, I don't look at our numbers uh, I have to for our reports and things like that to sponsors, but I've never really put a focus on the numbers. I, I do when we have to sell advertising and sponsorships. Um, but like to me personally, it's never mattered. You're gonna have good shows, you're gonna have bad shows. Some are gonna do well, some are not gonna do well. Uh, you know, and at some point you gotta look at trends and figure out what's working and what's not. But if you literally put your sole focus on looking at every single website hit, YouTube view, podcast download, you're never going to be a success. Literally, what I tell people, start going. I am 400 episodes in. Actually, if you count SEMA, all the remote shows, all the rally radio, GRC radio, uh, the off-road edition, Project Action, I'm probably uh, six. Uh, no, way more than six. I'm probably seven, 800 episodes I've actually done. I know we've done I've done over a couple thousand interviews at this point. We calculated that earlier this year. Mind-blowing numbers, but the thing is it's been an 8-year process, right? And if you look back at year number 1 and episode number 1, the show was horrid. It sucked. You know, and I at the time when I started, I had a Twitter following of probably 75, 80 people. No Facebook, Instagram didn't exist. I didn't even, you know, remotely have a YouTube channel. Uh, you know, and I started out, I went to Walmart, bought a a 20, 30 headset. And, uh, you know, the best Skype headset they got, let me tell you, those things are garbage. I don't care what they say. Uh, if you're podcasting with that, throw it away and go and get some real equipment. Um, but, you know, sign up for a $20 service on the Internet. And um, boom, I was off and running and, uh, you know, with a radio show that we were doing live uh, in a podcast. But I, the first one was suck, man. I think I took a notepad. I literally wrote out the entire first episode, 45 minutes worth of audio. I wrote on a notepad and just read it for 45 minutes. It was like a freaking audio book. It was horrid. I didn't know what I was doing, and it sucked. I got assassinated on it on the internet uh, because I didn't know what I was doing. People were like, holy crap. And, you know, I had a whopping 27 listeners to that first episode. Fast forward now, uh, we're consistently well over half a million when you count, um, you know, national syndication, uh, the Armed Forces or American Forces Network, and, and then our numbers online, YouTube views uh, to our audio files and, you know, iTunes, all, all that other crap. Um, you know, we're, we're well over half a million, but I, I don't even pay attention to those numbers. Um, you just got to keep going, you know, and it's like I'm looking at episode number 400. If I think at episode number 500, that's a couple years away, right? You can't think about that. You just have to go in, do the work week in, week out. That's what I tell get people all the time. I want to start a podcast. I'm like, great. I'm like, don't even plan on selling advertising for the first year. Ignore it. Don't even take advertisers. Nothing. Concentrate on your craft. Do 50 episodes. Then go, all right, now I've got something. Where are my numbers? Um, but you got to learn. You got you to gotta transform yourself as a personality, as a business owner, as a YouTuber. Um, 
whatever it is that you want to do, a video maker, um, you you got to put in the work. And I, I think um, that's one of my big failures on this is the first year I was three episodes in and started telling people, hey, sponsor my show, sponsor my show. That's not the way this stuff works. Uh, you know, and I know that now, but I didn't at the time. And, uh, you know, I guess that's my biggest advice to you guys is if you want to do something, and I get hit all the time with it, put in the work. And I think that's why I like Rutledge Wood and I like Travis Pastrana on this episode. TP has grown an entire media you know, juggernaut out of nothing. Literally, Trav had nothing, and he has grown this into what it is today. Now, he was uber-talented, but talent doesn't come cheap. He put in the work to get the talent that he's got. Rutledge Wood, another guy. You know what I mean? He didn't come from a bunch of money or our television family or anything like that. He didn't have the, you know, he didn't have the fast track to where he was at. He put in the work. I mean, you know, I, I'm sure he's going to tell a story about wrenching in the garage with his dad, things like that, you know, and, and that's how he got where he's at today and I think that's what you know separates people like that that are successes apart is uh you know they just put in the work and generally the success comes later and it organically kind of happens and I I think that's uh the biggest takeaway from this and I've challenged everybody too uh you know throughout the show and I I didn't really think I was going to open the show this way but uh, you know I get a lot of people, they're all depressed and where they're at in life. And this sucks. That sucks. I hate my boss. Like, Hey, I was 30 years old and I, I I decided, you know what? I don't want this to be the rest of my life. I'm going to do something different. So I started this while I had my other job and uh, you know, it turned into now I'm making a great living at it. I'm doing television. All these other opportunities have started springing up because I invested in myself. Um, But you know, it was one of those where I made a conscious choice. This is not what I want for the rest of my life. I want to do something different. And, uh, you know, you're never too old to do that. Don't think you're stuck in that rut that you're in or where you're at. The only thing that, you know, the only thing separating you from what you want is uh, a simple choice. Uh, you know, you can change your life by making one decision or doing one thing. And, you know, don't ever, ever forget that. Because I think a lot of people always, you know, they get depressed and think they're stuck. And you're never stuck. You can always, always leave whatever it is. And, you know, I think that's one of the things you look at all these motivational speakers, they'll tell you the exact same thing. So if you're listening into episode number 400, sorry, I started this out the way I did, but it was just one of those, like literally that has been what I've heard the past eight years. And, uh, you know, that's my best advice. Just go and start doing something, whether it's riding a mountain bike or, you know, starting a YouTube channel, podcast, whatever, just start doing it, man. Put in the work and just make it consistent. It's all about consistency. And, uh, you know, sooner or later, you're going to turn the corner, but I just have to think all you listeners seriously eight you know eight years 400 episodes uh i never would have figured we'd get to this point and it wouldn't have happened without you guys our amazing partners like polaris general tire vision wheel dirtfish you know that's been with us for so so long thank you guys for the support bringing us to where we're at today with uh, the show and our media company and everything else i mean we have been fortunate to surround ourselves with uh, some amazing people. You know who you are, and uh, you know we wouldn't be where we're at without you. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you guys, and I truly, truly hope that you enjoy episode number 400 of the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Pastrana's up after this. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. 
We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631-800-570-9631-800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517, 800-932-5517, 800-932-5517, Once again, that's 800-932-5517. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcasts. And be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. All right, I'd like to welcome uh, one of my guests to this very special 400th episode of the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, my good friend Travis Pastrana, TP. Welcome back to the show, buddy. It's been, uh, I don't know. 400. Holy cow. Yeah, I I think that's a that's a that's a big number, man, dude. What do you think about that? Four hundred weeks, you know, that's crazy, man. It's like eight years I've been doing radio, and this was a show that wasn't supposed to last two episodes. So I don't know, we did something right somewhere along the line, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, heck of a job. Good, uh, good to be back on, man. It's been been a while since we got to hang out for sure. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was trying to think. I, you know, I think the last time we actually, I can't remember when we saw each other in person. I know you came and did Star Car with us at Vegas Torino. We had a, I think we had more fun after we broke down than we actually did during the race. Um, <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I mean, all the technicality, I appreciate that technically uh, you had to pay up on that bet. That was, that was a shame. Buddy. <laughs> uh, I went 10 feet and owed you a grand. I think you got a hundred dollars out of me though. So, and I signed the hundred dollar bill, so I'm sure it's floating around somewhere, but, 
Uh, I still got it. Yeah, that was uh, that was a good time. I was thinking back though. I think the first time I ever interviewed you on this show was um, you raced the Mint 400 in a trophy truck with Bryce. Uh, they fielded a truck for you, and uh, I think the over under on that race was is they thought nobody thought you'd go lap, and you ended up like freaking getting like fourth in trophy truck or something that race or something like that. But I think that was the first time I actually ever interviewed you and. Uh, we actually ever had, I think, a real conversation or something. So, yeah, it's been – dude, that was – how long ago was that? That had been six, seven years ago at least. Yeah, it was a while. It was my only, I kind of lied my way into it. Red Bull's like, you raced trophy trucks before. I was like, yeah, of course. <laughs> when I was Bryce in the desert, got like, you know, 20 minutes of testing. And uh, it, was, it was so funny because Red Bull and everyone, they did the odds in Vegas. And it was something like 50 to 1 that I wasn't going to make it uh, past the, the end of the second lap. And I was like, man – so it probably slow. It's probably the only reason I made it to the end, but uh, but it also slowed me down a little bit. So I catch twenty two. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was one thing I've learned about you hanging around you. Like, you, uh, there's something about betting, and even if it's like a five dollar bet, like you will work your ass off like double time to win a bet. Like, if there's a bet involved in ninety nine percent of the time when you're involved, there's some kind of a side bet going with somebody. But I've learned, man. Like, I think it's these little bets that's really driven you through your career, man. Yeah, well, Nitro, it's, it's just a dollar bet, but I tell you, there's, um, you know, and it was actually, it was a, a five Aussie bet um, to, to come back and do X Games. I hadn't done it since like 2006 or seven, and then 2011, Booko, he's like, hey, old man, you couldn't, you couldn't hang if you wanted in 2010. <laughs> I was like, oh, come on, man. So, so went for a, for a five Aussie bet, um, and uh, we both broke our collarbones like one day apart. And he's like, my doctors are better than yours. Um, and then he pulled out, and then, dropping in the last run he's like all right i'll make it 20 if you double backflip in your run so so i mean that was technically that was probably one of my biggest bets other than that that time i, I beat you for 100 on technicality that was, that was pretty good too yeah, yeah. so people that don't <laughs> know bring that up through the show yeah. no no well if people that don't know the bet that we're talking about so when trav came and raced with uh with joe and i at uh at vegas torino it was a thousand dollars uh so whoever broke the car owed the other ones uh a thousand dollars a piece uh, so Travis had driven the uh, car. Jolena did. I co-rode with her, and I was supposed to do like the last 200-mile stretch into, uh, into Reno to finish this thing up. So Trav, um, Trav hands it over, and we're in this little town of Gabs, like literally in the middle of nowhere. It's like a 30-mile way, one way in and out. And uh, I get in the car, and I drove. I literally drive the car 10 feet, and it blows up. And uh, Travis, who had done like 300 I mean, miles sucked, in the car, uh, he, he, immediately I get out and I'm like, well, I think we're done. And like you were jumping up and down. I won the bet. I won the bet. I'm like, dude, this is a. I was like, I drove it 10 feet. Jolene's like, Jimmy, you don't have to pay <laughs> it me. Made it. it made it to you. It made it to you. My job's done. <laughs> so, yeah, 10 feet cost me uh, technically a grand. You only got 100 bucks out of me, but it was what it was. But <laughs> you, you, you put an extra zero at the end of that just to, you know, yeah. in Sharpie. So I appreciate it. Yeah, I, I did do that. I forgot about that. I wrote, a, I wrote an extra grand, a, a zero on. So, yeah, what a good time, though, man. I mean, you know, here's the question for you. I mean, you get the chance to do that. I mean, obviously, you're doing Nitro stuff. You're still doing a lot of rally racing and things like that with Subaru and stuff like that. I mean, how, how are things for you, man? I mean, because we could talk about Nitro and, and, and do the thing, but I mean, you know, and, and talk about all these events you got going on and Evil Live and all this other stuff. But I mean, let, let's kind of let, let's just talk. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, how how are you? I mean, you've got a wife, an amazing wife, a couple of kids that uh, I think the world has fallen in love with, man. I mean, you know, you're, you're kind of living the dream, right? You're just kind of getting to pick and choose what you want and, and kind of just have fun, fun, right? 
No, everyone keeps going, oh, remember the good old days? I'm like, dude, we're, I mean, I'm very, very fortunate, and uh, I've been fortunate to have an awesome crew of people around me and, and great sponsors all the way through. And, yeah, I've had a lot of injuries. Um, but at the end of the day, man, I get to do what I love to do. And, yeah, it really took the beginning this year to uh, try to slow down a little bit. I wasn't very good at it. But, um, yeah, it's just, I mean, it's awesome. My, uh, my six-year-old, uh, or she just turned six uh, yesterday and started school today. So pretty, uh, pretty rad first day of kindergarten. And um, my uh, my little five year old, she's been doing awesome, driving her little, little razor. The kids absolutely love it. Scaring me to death. We've got between I don't know, like four of us. There's about 80 acres of trails um, behind my house, and my you know four and five year old, or now four and six year old, are both driving the razors good enough to. We we had to had to get a second one, and they're just terrorizing through there and. It scares me because I used to. They used to be afraid to go back by themselves, and now they're just like they just get on. They know how to start it by themselves, and if the doors open, they're just they're gone. So um, it's been the best worst uh, time of my life. If people say what scares you, I'm like ha- having uh, kids and especially having daughters. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens in a couple of years. But they're uh, it's, it's pretty rad. Yeah. Well, my daughter, she's actually getting ready to, she got a razor sent her a 170 and she's getting ready to move into the 570. And uh, that I got to, I got to be honest with you. I'm excited, but it's also got me scared, scared out of my mind. Like thinking my 10 year old now is going to be in a 570. I mean, this is like a full size car now we're moving her into. And she's driven the turbos and stuff a little bit, you know, when I'm riding with her and things like that. But I'm like, this is like, this is a big stepping stone here. So it's got me a little bit nervous. There's, you can't really, I, I've rolled a 170 before, but it takes, it takes a lot of work for a kid to roll one. Um, you know, unless you drive it off something five foot tall or something, but like 570, man, you can wad one of those up in a hurry. So I got to tell you like one dad to another, it's got me a little nervous right now. Yeah, that, that is the thing that, you know, definitely when they first, first starting to get into 170, it was a little scary, but now like, you know, like Addie, her first time really around back, she ran to a tree pretty much as fast as it would go. She was like, the seatbelt hurt me. I was like, no, you're wearing the seatbelt from now on. And actually, we're now getting the five point because uh, <laughs> for sure. But uh, so her impression was when she hit the tree that the seatbelt was the reason that, that she was hurt, as opposed to the seatbelt was what saved her from flying through the, the cockpit into the tree face first. So it was, it was an interesting uh, take on, on a five-year-old's perspective of, uh, <laughs> of what, what hurt her. Yeah, damn seatbelts. <laughs> oh, too funny, man. So... <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, uh, obviously, you know, I, you know, I mean, you know, how are things with you? Like, uh, obviously, you've kind of transitioned into this role. And I, you know, I had this conversation with somebody recently and I said, you know, it's kind of interesting to me because you still could go out and do a lot of things. But I know even, uh, you know, even like, you know, going back to, to Sheeny and the triple, you know, it was one of those where you kind of kind of bowed out and said, Sheeny, you carry the torch here, man. And, you know, it's one of those like. I know that was the double was tough for you when you first did that. And now it got to that point where you're just like, you bow out, but now I see what you're doing with evil live. And, you know, obviously last year, I think you and I talked right after that, you know, and uh, you know, you've done all these amazing, you know, recreations of what evil did, but now, you know, with, with Vicky and Axel and things like that, now you've kind of moved into uh, more of a promoter type role and you're still doing, you know, all things Travis, you know what I mean? But how has that kind of transition been with you to kind of empower the people around you now and, and kind of let them take center stage? Yeah, it's been it's been awesome. I mean, and I didn't give Sheeny anything. I was working on that that triple back for, I was working on it with Red Bull for three years and couldn't get it around. Um, and then Nitro stepped in, and then everyone stopped funding everything because it just looked like it was just not going to happen. We we I mean we started with a fourteen foot ramp, and 
Um, I think Red Bull gave up when we were at a 30 foot ramp and Nitro gave up when we were at like a 40 foot ramp and ended up being uh, like 46 foot tall, 44, I forget something. It was something ridiculous. We just kept having to add um, more and more transition and, and kept having to go higher. But every time we went higher, the bike would have less power. So we're trying to get, you know, so then we got Paget um, over and pretty much anyone that would try to come over and even hit the ramp, um, you know, and then coming out of the woods, I mean, shoot, I was, you know, you're going as, as fast as you can. Nothing at my house is, is like a straight shot because we can't take down the trees really. So we're just, it, I mean, you got to be a pretty good rider even to get to most of the, the jumps, let alone hit it. And Sheeny ended up hitting it with a 450 in fourth gear and, you know, just about 60 miles an hour at the bottom and accelerating hard all the way up going. So the lowest I could do it off the ground, and it was a step up, but off of where our baseline was, um, was about 112 feet. And that's still the the airbag was at 65 feet, so you're still, you know, <laughs> you're still dropping Madness. almost 60 feet to the um, to the bag with a you know a dirt bike on top of you. And tried it with a 125, I couldn't get enough time. And tried it with a 500, and the first one was fast. And then I just was out of control and the concussions onto the airbag. I was like, oh, it's soft airbag. I tried. You're like, shoot, man, we're, it's you know, it's 50 foot wide. But it's only 20 foot to one side or the other. And when you have that many G's on the takeoff, I mean everyone was just blowing up and, and missing it. Uh, Sheeny missed it to the right. I missed it to the left. Um, not missed it completely, just like caught the edge and like smashed down. And I'm scared to death even hit it to a, an airbag. And I thought, what, what am I doing? And uh, Josh, he kept paying for his own flights out and uh, welding his own ramps. Him and James Foster was working on the, the quadruple flip for, yeah. for DMX at that same time. And it's just been awesome working with, Everyone's like, oh, I wish you had it handed to me like the Nitro guys. I'm like, dude, if they're on the Nitro tour, it means that they're up every morning on tour at 5 o'clock in the morning. They're doing radio interviews um, and promotion stuff. Um, at 11 a.m., they're doing meet and greets with, with Make-A-Wish and, and everything. It doesn't matter if you're tired. You're, you know, Well, obviously, you're sick. You don't do the Make-A-Wish. But, um, <laughs> you know, when you're tired, you're sick. You still got to perform. You got to do your stuff. You're hurt. And uh, guys like Harry Bank, man, they just – they and R. Willie, they're just awesome, awesome – yeah, they, they they have a lot of fun along the way, but man, they, those guys work hard um, and they, they aren't afraid to send it night in, night out and um, developing the ramps and welding their own stuff and building their own stuff and, you know, buying their own airbags for the house. And it's just been, it's been really awesome seeing, you know, the next generation kind of grow up and, you know, how much work they put in. Everyone, and it's funny when you hear, when you do the Facebook or Instagram, everyone's like, oh, if I had that opportunity, I'm like, dude, you know, Josh Sheehan worked in the mines um, in just outside of Perth for, you know, I think three years to get enough money to uh, basically, you know, get himself with the motorcycle and uh, uh, the ramps and welders and stuff. Took it to the um, the desert, the dunes to learn a backflip. That's back in, you know, 2007, I think 2006, 2007. Um, and, you know, and that was probably the best, if not one of the best in the world. And, you know, if you want to do something, you can figure it out. It's just uh, there's there's no easy road to, to the top for sure. And don't go anywhere because we got a whole lot more with Travis Pastrana when we return here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. 
I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down and dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it. So when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP 1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Anywhere is possible. It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire's wide variety of tires for whatever it is that you drive. Whether you're looking for off-road capability balanced with impressive on-road performance or ultra-high performance offering all-season traction designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, General Tire has what you need to get where you're going. General Tire, providing anywhere is possible with a down-and-dirty radio show since 2012. Do you race or are you a weekend warrior? Have you checked on the date on your helmet recently? Don't get caught off guard by using an outdated helmet. Impact Racing, the leader in motorsport safety, has new SA 2015 helmets to fit your budget. Whether you're looking for a helmet with a full carbon fiber shell to take you to victory at the Indy 500 or just looking for some helmets for a weekend at Glamis, Impact Racing has a helmet for you. Find out more information at impactraceproducts.com or on Facebook at Impact Safety. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Super ATV is the industry leader in aftermarket UTV and ATV parts and accessories. Super ATV products are designed, engineered, tested, and manufactured right here by Super ATV. Whether you're looking to upgrade your suspension, get stronger axles, or you're looking for a new winch to get you out of a tough spot, Super ATV has what you're looking for. And since we know you're in a hurry, we offer fast, free shipping to the lower 48 states on all orders. Visit SuperATV.com now and get your UTV or ATV dialed in. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, episode number 400. And uh, right now we got my good friend Travis Pastrana hanging out on the line with me. And, and Trav, right before the break, you made uh, you made a really good point about uh, about people in general and and you know and, and people uh, the armchair quarterbacks in at home, you know, always saying, "Well, if I had this and I had that opportunity, and and you gave me this that those guys have." At the end of the day, you know, and I can't even say talent. You know what I mean? Is, is you know is a determining factor. I think it's how much work you want to put in because I've seen you know I've seen some people that you know didn't necessarily have the talent, but they had the 
drive. And, you know, in one way or another, you know, they figured out a way to make it. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of blood and, and sweat equity that goes into, uh, you know, into that. And I think a lot of people think that, you know, things are given. But like you said, even the Nitro Tour, I mean, I, I've seen that behind the scenes and, and gone to quite a few events. And, you know, they don't see the people in the back icing and, you know, and getting massages because stuff's cramped up. And, you know, this is tweaked and that's tweaked and they've got a concussion. And, you know, I don't think a lot of people see that. You know, it's kind of a behind the scenes. And I think, you know, one thing I've loved about your videos and things like that that you guys have put out from Nitro and, and action figures and everything else, I feel like it, it, you guys have kind of really helped show the full story and, and make things go full circle and shown. You know, I think a lot of people just want to show the successes, but you guys have showed the failures as well. You know, and I think it really share, shares the bigger picture of, of what it actually takes to be successful. Yeah, no, it's been, been fun. Even like guys like, uh, you know, Twitch comes out with his uh, his film, you know, every uh, year, and a, year, two years or whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, just it's a different, the California crew is the guys that kind of go out and, um, you know, they dig and they'll, they'll yeah. dig for weeks. You know, everyone going out and bringing their own, uh, their own water out there to, um, you know, pretty much the desert and getting all this stuff shaped. And, you know, East Coast were, you know, kind of the, the nitro crew or whatever is all, you know, building ramps and, and bobcats and stuff. But it's still, it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of good ways and a lot of awesome ways to have fun on, on dirt bikes. But at the end of the day, you know, people get too caught up in a lot of stuff. And we're still, we're getting to make a living, you know, for a lot of the nitro crew on kids' toys. And if you're on dirt bikes or cars, you got to be a heck of a salesman, man. Especially get into cars, you know that. Like, razors are the, kind of the, the stepping stone to, to get in and prove that you can drive. But even if you can drive, I mean, NASCAR, before you make a dime in the Cup Series, you have to sell $14 million. You have to justify $14 million. That's what it costs to run one competitive Cup team for, or Cup car for the year. So, That's... you know, even if you're the, <laughs> like, man, oh, you're doing great. <laughs> You, uh, you know, they're, they're paying you. You're like, no, I'm still paying for my ride. Like, I get get a lot of it covered, but shoot, man, this is, uh, you know, you still got to be able to, to go out there and do your promotion and stuff. So it's, it's, it's a wild ride, but it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun and been very fortunate to, to be able to do it for, for this long, I guess. Yeah, well, you know, and that's being said, you're still doing it. But, um, you know, and I know kind of freestyle stuff. I mean, you've probably got a few things in the back of your head that you always wanted to be able to do and you didn't. But, I mean, you know, even looking at kind of full circle and all-encompassing and looking at, you know, race cars, you've driven pretty much everything you can possibly think of. I mean, is there anything out there that you're going, man, I, I still would like to try that or I'd drive that or I'd race that or, uh, you know, attempt that? I mean, is there a few of those back there where, you know, a guy like such as yourself that's accomplished so much is still – there's still a few things where you're like, yeah, I need to do that before I call it a day. Not that you're ever going to call it a day. No, I mean, there's, there's bucket list races, you know, you got, you got the car, um, Indy 500, Daytona 500, you know, all stuff that you're like, man, if I really put my head down, like how much are you willing to give up to, you know, as far as time and family and, and, uh, stuff to, to be able to not give up family, but <laughs> give up family time, yeah. uh, you know, and, 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 do what it's going to take to, uh, sorry, that came out way wrong. Um, <laughs> to be able to do that, that kind of stuff. Um, you know, as far as tricks and motorcycles, the double backflip 360, well, start as a backflip 360 and then escalated to like the Aussie roll is what they call it. Um, I mean, that was, I wanted to do that for so long, probably like a 10 year process and finally got that checked off. So I'm, I'm not, there's nothing really on a dirt bike as far as trick wise that I'm that excited to do. I'm excited to work on new ways to, hopefully have our crew not hurt themselves when they try it. But, um, you know, with a uh, back jump and those guys are fun, but, um, you know, at the, at the end of the day, it's rally cross. I, I truly believe that, you know, it, racing is, is, is not 
dead in, in the U.S. by any means. Um, but, you know, a lot of times, and it goes along the same cycles with skateboarding and motorcycles, it goes from grassroots, and people are having a lot of fun doing what they love to do with their friends, and then it gets to a certain level where it's almost impossible to get to that top echelon. Yeah. Um, and you kind of lose that grassroots feel. You lose that, that entryway into it. And then you got, you know, you got the same guys battling for the, the same spots because they're getting the most practice and, and obviously they're already good to get there. Um, but it makes it tough to get there. So my goal from Nitro was to say, okay, you know, let, let's build, um, you know, kind of a, a place where these guys can, can come up and you know, we get a lot of flax for some of the different tours that we've tried, but we're like, Hey, we're doing a grassroots tour. We're only doing a moto tour. We're doing whatever. We're going to try to bring out locals from each area. You know, a couple guys, we still obviously with every nitro show, there's gotta be that, the top echelon, but let's, let's try some guys. Let's see who can, um, you know, can get in. And at least that's, there's an a way to entry. Uh, whereas like X games doesn't have a qualifier, um, but nitro world games, um, every sport for, for our event, you can qualify your way in, which is, I mean, you know, it's not easy, uh, but you still got to beat the best to get there. But, um, but at least there's a way. So that, that's been fun. But for me right now, it's all about rallycross and trying to rebuild kind of from grassroots, razor stuff, uh, short course trucks all the way up and, you know, see if we can build courses that, that can accommodate everything. And, um, you know, we can really find that, that talent that's coming up um, and hopefully kind of build that rallycross uh, back up from where GRC kind of started and then, uh, and dropped away. Yeah. Well, and I know, you know, even, uh, you know, and, and, you know, when you get an endorsement, you know, and you and I, you know, you're close with Ken Block. I'm pretty good friends with Ken. And uh, he doesn't give out endorsements very often. But when he, you know, after Nitro, he, he goes, that's the best rallycross I've ever driven. And, like, for me, from a guy like that who has done GRC, he's gone to Europe and things like that, like, to me, that, that's a big statement. And it's it's got to make you feel good. Like, you know, I know this is good, but when you get an endorsement like that from a guy like Ken – you really know, hey, we're we're onto something here. Yeah, well, from, from Nitro Circus, we found if the athletes or athletes, whatever you call it, the skaters, moto guys, guys, if everyone's stoked on their jumps and they're able to try new stuff and and it's safer, where they they don't feel like they're going to die every time they try something yeah. new. Um, yeah, it gets still dangerous, but um, you know, with the airbag landings and this kind of stuff, it's like, all right, um, they're excited to try new stuff. They're excited to push. They're excited to go out night after night and um, you know and and ride with their buddies. And when the athletes are excited, the, the crowd's excited. Um, and with car racing, you just don't see that a lot anymore. I mean, the racers, they know what to expect. They know everything that's going to happen all through the race day. Where at Nitro World Games, you know, you got guys like Scott Speed who've come out and, you know, obviously he broke his back this year, so that was not a, not a great testament um, to the track and the safety that we're, we're trying to do. But um, it was actually they, they had me kind of pull that jump in a little bit because they said, you know, let's make it a tabletop or a single. And that's kind of backfired so um <laughs> but uh and it's a long long story long uh scott came out and was like man this is like i'm excited to drive yeah i'm scared i'm nervous um i'm having fun i don't know what's going to happen there's berms there's there's all kinds of stuff there's there's flat there's pavement there's concrete there's you know uh gravel there's dirt he goes this is really exciting for me and that's um you know you get someone that's that's raced um you know indy f1 nascar and for him to say this is the most excited he's ever been to drive, that's that's pretty cool. And then you got guys, uh, the DTM champion and, and WRX uh, champ. But to jump back in on that, uh, you know, all the drivers were excited and scared at the same time. But that scared and excited brings us back to like X Games 2001, and all the jumps were 
were different and bigger and, you know, Coliseum shoot the crowds wondering, you know, who's going to do the biggest jumps and everyone's scared and we're all just throwing new tricks. And, um, you know, that was neat. Now it's really kind of methodical. Everyone knows the jumps and the setups and yeah, it's good to make it like the Olympics, but at the same time, it's, um, you know, it takes a little bit of what freestyle is all about away. Yeah, no, I agree. You know, and it, it's, kind of cool to have that excitement back because like you said everything kind of gets monotonous and i think that's when people you know it's not must-see tv it's not must-see video it's it's just one of those oh, if i miss this all right nothing really special is going to happen you know it might be a good race that goes down the wire but we're not really going to miss anything but when you can create that must-see i have to tune in event like x games used to be you know and uh you know and like nitro is now you know and, and with that race i think that's when you know it, it gets its hooks in people and it gets its hooks in the athletes and uh you know that you know kind of is what is a catalyst for driving progression yeah no i, I hope so so yeah. we'll see i mean i got a call from um you know there's a, a couple of the indy car drivers reached out a couple of nascar drivers reached out that's that's cool for me to see that you know they're like hey that looks like fun. They, what, what, when can we do it? Is there going to be more? Like, can, how can we get into this? And are there any more cars in the U.S.? Like, we got to we got to build up our car count. We got to get build the grassroots up. But nah, I think it'll be fun. It's gonna. There's a lot down the pipeline, and just trying to make it all work out and have some fun along the way. It's kind of a. My dad said, "Man, you you just you never grew up. He's like ride that train till the wheels fall off." And that. That's one one thing I've learned. I, I had the real job for a while, and. Uh, uh, you know, Jason Ellis and I had this conversation, but guys like you and me and Ellis and, uh, you know, uh, plenty of us, I call it, we all have no job jobs. Somehow we figured out a way to get paid to have fun. And, uh, you know, once you get to that point there, there's nothing better, man. No, couldn't, couldn't agree more. So, all right, Trav, well, I know you've got another call to jump on my friend. Thank you for the continued support of the show. Uh, you know, and, and calling in for this, uh, this special episode number 400, you were the top of my list. I was like, I can't have an episode 400 and not have TP on the show. So, uh, thanks for making it a reality, my friend. Dude, thank you. Wouldn't miss it for the world. Have a great rest of the show and, uh, I'll be, uh, be out racing with you soon. I hope. Yeah, me too, man. Travis Pastrana does not disappoint. I don't think uh, you can ever have a bad interview with, uh, with with Trav, that's for sure. And, you know, I, I'm really fortunate to be able to call him uh, a good friend and, you know, one of the guys that's uh, that supported this show from the beginning. And, uh, you know, not just him, but the entire, uh, the entire kind of Nitro family there. I mean, obviously, Pastrana... Uh, you guys know I'm good friends with Street Bike Tommy. Uh, Jolene Van Vute is a dear friend of mine. I mean, to the point where her and I went racing for two years in the desert. I mean, we used to share rental cars for for Terracross and uh, travel together. And uh, just an amazing group of people. And, and they are the, some of the most down-to-earth people I've ever met. I mean, gosh, you go down the list. I mean, Nate Wessel is a dear friend of mine. You know, the ramp designer there for Pastrana. Hubert. Uh, Hubert's been on the show countless times. I mean, uh, you know, the extended Nitro family. I mean, we've had Bilko on the show. We've had Sheeny on the show. Uh, just uh, an amazing, amazing group of uh, uh, people. And, um, you know, Colton Moore, another one, you know, that, that's in that Nitro family. And um, just uh, so, so very fortunate to get to know some of the best athletes in the world like Pastrana and, and have him support this show. I mean, uh, you know, I remember when Street Bike Tommy went rally car racing against Pastrana out there at STPR and Nitro, you know, had me hosting videos for him. And, um, you know, just, uh, you know, people like this, I mean, Trav, I would go to the ends of the earth for that guy. And, and you know, and I got to think he would do the same for me. And, um, you know, it's just when like-minded people get together, and especially in the case of Nitro Circus and what they've done there and the things that you're able to accomplish in this industry 
I mean, what Nitro Circus has done, I mean, you know, you want to talk about video game tricks and video game stuff. That is what Nitro Circus is doing on a daily basis. I mean, you know, don't sell themselves short because they, they make things look extremely easy. But the amount of work and, and that they put in is just absolutely remarkable, um, you know, to get where they're at. And I mean, to do those shows, um, you know, night in, night out and be able to pull the tricks and the things that they are doing. I mean, it is absolutely mind blowing. It's absolutely mind boggling, uh, you know, for them to, to do what they have been able to do. So uh, big thanks to Trav for always supporting the show and coming on. I mean, uh, you know, very fortunate to have the access like the, you know, to him, like I do. And uh, you know, he's just, uh, he's become a very good friend of mine and, and very fortunate to, uh, you know, to have him, uh, you know, come on, uh, you know, as often as he does. Um, but before we go to a break, I got to tell you about another one of our partners. You know, I've got that esports team and iRacing. They're doing a solid job over there, by the way. Give a shout out to uh, Eric Smith and Michael Griglia, my two drivers. Um, but uh, yeah, speaking of iRacing, you know, race online from the comfort of your home against competitors from around the world. Well, iRacing brings the comp- competition of NASCAR, IndyCar, IMSA, World of Outlaws, Rallycross, and now the Lucas Oil Off-Road ser- Racing Series to you. Take on the top ovals, road course and dirt tracks in the world from Daytona to the Nürburgring to Chili Bowl, complete with iRacers from around the globe and everything from pickup races to league races and world championships. Use a promo code PR slash Jim Beaver and it's going to get you 50% off a new subscription for three months at iRacing.com slash membership. Sim racing is iRacing and we'll see you out the track. And uh, with that, we're going to see you guys after this commercial break right here on episode number 400 of the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California. Dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. 
Restrictions may apply. Plans and costs for coverage may vary. Call Protect My Car for details. In these hard economic times, you've got to do whatever you can to save money. One of our biggest expenses can be our cars, especially when unexpected repair bills hit. Not anymore. If you do own a car, truck, or SUV made from $19.99 or higher, you could stop paying for car repairs. That's right. You might not have to pay a penny to have it repaired. Just dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone now to see if you qualify. You must have an automobile made from $19.99 or higher. And all repairs for your engine, transmission, and much more can become a thing of the past. Dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone today and get your car protected before your next repair bill hits. That's right. Total protection for your car and no more repair bills. Just dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone now to see if your car qualifies. That's star star 1147. Never pay for car repairs again. Just dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone now. Dial star star 1147. Welcome back here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. And uh, just getting done with Travis Pastrana. Big thanks to uh, TP199 for calling into uh, the show to help us celebrate. You know, one of, uh, you know, one of the guys that's uh, it really helped, uh, you know, shape the show to where it's at. Ken Block, another one. And, um, you know, Robbie Gordon, another one. I, you know, I've really been thinking back at some of the uh, early interviews in the first year. And, and really what kind of shaped us the way, way we are. And, you know, it's like... Man, Robbie Gordon, I think somebody had uh, somebody given me his cell number on something. And I remember we were like a month in, and Robbie knew who I was. I didn't really know Robbie. He's become a very close personal friend, you know, at this point. He's actually one of our very first sponsors of the show with Speed Energy. But, you know, I remember Robbie. He was one of my guests probably a month and a half in. He was still running NASCAR right around Daytona. And I had sent a random text and said, hey, Robbie, this is Jim Beaver from Parker. I've got this new off-road show. I would love to have you as a guest. And literally like uh, – you know, 15 minutes later, he sent back, sure, dude, you know, tell me when and what time. And, um, you know, I'll call in and we recorded an interview. And I got to tell you, I was, uh, I remember when I got that text back, I was literally like dancing around the living room of my house. Like, oh man, Robbie Gordon said, yes. You know, I was literally like on cloud nine and it's, it's just funny how some of those happened. I mean, Ken Block, there was an IOU there with Ford that I ended up, uh, you know, getting him on the show. Jolene Van Viewed, I was uh, I was looped in or blind copied on an email uh, asking for some advice on something when she was going short course racing, you know, uh, you know, there at Chicago and it was a catastrophic accident. And I ended up randomly texting her. She had no idea who I was or if I even existed. And she said, yes, she's now become a dear friend of mine. And just funny how some of those early interviews actually happened and I was you know and I got them I mean you talk about hustling and still to this day it's a hustle to try and get interviews some of these people you know in NASCAR and IndyCar that I've never interviewed before man it's still sometimes a shot in the dark uh everybody has a you know pretty good idea who I am now but um man you know you, you do what you have to do and you you know to to make things happen and scrape by and it's just funny I think back at some of those uh first interviews and how I actually got them and I gotta tell you it's quite interesting anyways we're gonna take a short break and we'll return uh with more here at hour number two of the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. 
Welcome back here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, episode number 400. Uh, if you're tuning in nationally or on the uh, American Forces Network uh, and you just missed hour number one, you're going to want to go and hit up the archives there on iTunes or on our website, downanddirtyshow.com. Please check it out, man. You missed uh, an amazing interview with Travis Pastrana, uh, who is a dear friend of mine and always so fortunate to have him on any of my shows. Um, still mind-blowing to me that uh, somehow the guy says yes and actually likes me. <laughs> but, uh, no, TP is such a solid human being, and if you've ever, ever been around him or his friends, man, it is never short of, uh, of a whole lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, you know, I want to put this out to you fans, you know. Um, this is episode number 400. Uh, you know, always with these anniversary shows or turning points, I, I like to get fan feedback. And, I mean, you know, obviously at this point we're not going anywhere, right? Uh, for better or worse, we are here to stay. Um, Ride or die with a down and dirty radio show. And, uh, you know, I want to put it out to you guys, though. Um, I would like to know what you guys want out of the show. I mean, personalities, we get those. I mean, is there somebody that we haven't seen that you would like on the show? Is there a format shift you would like? Obviously, we've got some national slots and things like that that we have to, uh, you know, that, that we have to abide by. Um, but is it, you know, is there something you want us to cover? Are we missing something in motorsports? You're like completely not talking about something that you guys want us to talk about? Like, I would absolutely love your guys' feedback. I mean, this has always been fan driven. Uh, you know, people for the longest time said, "Jimmy, get Rutledge on the show." We're doing that right now. After this next break, it is Rutledge Wood for the rest of the show, right? Uh, so we went out, we did that Rutledge, uh, you know, obviously he want, he's wanted to come on the show for a while. And, uh, Pastrana, another one, you know, you guys always love hearing from Pastrana. Um, I've heard you about Faust. I've heard you about block. They will be on at some point. I promise you again, uh, we've done it more supercross stuff. We we've, you know, done, uh, we've got a lot of IndyCar and NHRA fans, obviously off road, you know, we started an entire second show cause I felt like I was ignoring, um, you know, my bread and butter. Right. So, uh, we still talk off road here, but now I got a whole show dedicated to it you know is there something we're missing here is there something you want me to cover you want me to talk about i mean we're doing power rankings love that tiffany stone doing a segment every single week you guys seem to love her like is there something we're missing some athlete some driver some personality some series something we are missing i want to hear from you guys please hit me up at jim beaver 15 on social media for some reason you aren't a social media person use a contact form at downanddirtyshow.com please i will i will answer you back i'd love to hear your guys's feedback help steer this show for the next 100 200 300 or 400 episodes please help me out all right we'll be back after this with rutledge wood on the down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor you want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story.
It's more than just a slogan. Anywhere is possible with General Tire. General Tire's Grabber X3 Mud Terrain Tire offers aggressive styling and is engineered for durability with innovative performance features that are ready to carry you through extreme mud, dirt, and rock-covered terrain. For extreme traction that's ready for anything and rugged styling to match, look no further than the Grabber X3 from General Tire. Make your anywhere possible by visiting GeneralTire.com today. General Tire, aggressive styling with the Down and Dirty Radio Show since 2012. 4WP is more than a store. We're truck and Jeep experts and have been for over 50 years. From wheel and tire upgrades to full custom builds, 4WP has you covered. Whether you want to order the best parts online or shop in store, do the work yourself or get it done by a pro, all roads lead to 4WP. Do your rig right. Shop online or find your store at 4WP.com. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for 15% discount. Super ATV is the industry leader in aftermarket UTV and ATV parts and accessories. Super ATV products are designed, engineered, tested, and manufactured right here by Super ATV. Whether you're looking to upgrade your suspension, get stronger axles, or you're looking for a new winch to get you out of a tough spot, Super ATV has what you're looking for. And since we know you're in a hurry, we offer fast, free shipping to the lower 48 states on all orders. Visit SuperATV.com now and get your UTV or ATV dialed in. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome my buddy Rutledge Wood to the show, and it only took us 400 episodes to get you here, buddy. (laughs) Well, you know, I was just really waiting. I I just knew this is a milestone, and so I was really trying to just by my time and just make sure that I really made it. So I uh, do congrats first off. And uh, it's so cool that what you do makes such a difference. And uh, I've had so many friends on here and I've always wanted to do it. We finally found the time. So thank you for having me. Yeah. Just it, you and I have been pinging each other back and forth for a good month now. And I'm like, uh, you've got a lot, a lot going on, man. Um, I, it's been actually a pretty big month for you, but I know I just look and you were at Indy and it, it's funny because I just was watching your social media today and something popped up and I'm like, I've been in Indianapolis motor speedway uh, quite a few times. I, you know, I can't say countless times, but quite a few, I can tell you, dude, it is never, I've never had like even the inkling that I needed to go to the golf course, but yet you went and saw that. Then I'm like, how have I been to, how have I been to Indianapolis Motor Speedway and never actually been to the golf course? You know, it's like, I think it's one of those, most of us that go there, just, it, it doesn't cross our mind, right? But you went out there, you and Dale Jr. Look like you guys had a lot of fun. We did. You know, it's funny. I actually got to go to my first Indy 500. I've been to the Brickyard, I bet, I bet 15 times. I might have missed one in, in all these years I've been covering NASCAR, but this was my very first year to go to the Indy 500, and I got to cover it for NBC with my buddy Dale Hart Jr. And I told him about this kind of legend that I had chased down the year before. So, you know, they call it the Brickyard because at one time it was paved with 3.2 million bricks when yeah. they started that place. 
And I think the year was 1911 when they actually put the bricks down because it started before that. But at some point, they started realizing they were wearing a little bit funny and they needed to change it. So they started pulling sections up and then a little more, a little more, paid the whole thing. Well, they had all these bricks and they weren't sure what to do with them. So some of them they went and used in other buildings and other shorings up, but they took a ton of them and they essentially lined the, the, the creek walls of this creek that ran through the golf course that was next door. And there's four holes uh, inside. And so sure enough, Dale and I went and waited around and he didn't believe me. It took like an hour to find one that he really liked, but uh, it's something that people have done over the years. And it's such a funny experience because, you know, we've been in a lot of weird places in our lives for, for work and or pleasure. But when you're in a Creek that looks a lot like a sewer, uh, <laughs> it's tough to convince someone that you should have a be in there and there's like old beer bottles and stuff. We're all just barefoot with our jeans rolled up. But, you know, sometimes you find that one thing and suddenly like, okay, this is an amazing trip. I did have a great time. Yeah. Well, you know, you mentioned that about us being funny places and stuff like that. And I, I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago with somebody. And, you know, the thing about motorsport and just car culture in general that I'm very fortunate about, you're very fortunate about, and all of our friends are, is like I've been able to travel the country and, you know, and I, I've seen – places in this country that most people won't ever get to see. And I mean, I've been to towns and cities and, and backwoods and things that most people that are going to take a vacation, they never go where we get to go, but it's like car culture. Like if there's an event or there's a cool road or it, like, it doesn't matter. Like we'll, we'll hold an event there and people will come. And I think that's one thing that's rad is, is I think you and I both have had these awesome experiences in places that honestly, if I wasn't involved in racing or car culture, I probably never would have been to, you know? Oh, completely. I mean, you think about, and I know you and uh, and we have a great mutual friend in Tanner Faust, yeah. and you know all the years that we did Top Gear. I mean, we got to go to some insane corners of of the world. Whether it's running a, a logging truck, which you and I both know, there's no way they should have let us do that, <laughs> um, or watching Tanner go rally around at some place in Vermont. We went to all these cool places that you really just don't you don't get that chance to do it. And I think that's what makes motorsports in this country so unique because we really do find these corners and these places of, of, of the country and ultimately the world where we want to go and we see and experience it. Um, I think, I feel like you did, were a part of that race that Tanner was telling me that kind of goes from somewhere in California to Vegas. And you guys all just haul ass in your Polaris the whole time. Like those are the things that I think, man, I wish I had a weekend off so I could go, do a different kind of motorsport, but I think that's what I think this industry does so well is that whether it's on the street or, you know, off-road in the dirt, there's so many different things for people who love motorsport to go watch or to go participate. We're really, really fortunate like that. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, motorsport and cars in general, it's, it's really cool that, it's one of those few things that people from all walks of life, it's, a, it's one of those unifying things. And I say every, you know, every two years, I should say the Olympics are that way, where everybody, everybody can come together as one in the United States. You know what I mean? And, and it's, we're rooting for one team, one common thing. You know? And there's very few things, I think, left in the world that are, that are that unifying force. But I feel like cars are that way. And racing is that way. Like, I can go overseas. I can go to Mexico. It doesn't matter where I go. It, car people are car people. And we all come together. And like, when you see something, cool it's you know it's just weird because it's like all kinds of political bound everything goes away when you're talking about racing or cars it's just like it doesn't exist you know it's like 
we're just all car people. And I think that's one thing that's really special about motorsport and, and the car, you know, in auto industry and, and, you know, in car culture is that it is that unifying force or one of the few things I think left in the world that actually can do that to people. It is. And it's funny because I end up a lot of times trying to defend, I feel like I end up defending being pro motorsports because in my mind, it's not just um, going to watch NASCAR or, you know, watching a trophy truck go off jump. It's, it's everything that has to do with cars, trucks, and bikes and anything with wheels to me. And it's funny, like, you know, I've found myself lately in defense of this new show I did, Hyperdrive, because there's a lot of people who think, oh, it's, it's gimmicky and it's this and the other. It's like, well, number one, yeah, we made a show for the masses, right? We made a show that's like Top Gear meets Ninja Warrior. Yeah. And the people that are super gearheads, their biggest criticism is like, well, there's not enough info about the cars and I don't care about their backstory. I just want to see it. And all I really feel like saying is, well, then you should turn on a race some weekend of any series and go watch it because – when we have a show and a, and a group like Netflix that will put the money behind a show like this that they did, to me, if you're into off-road stuff, this is still a show you should watch. In the same way that, like, I sit down and watch every truck night in America, and I watch half of these build shows that you and I know are completely fake because I think it's important that we all support the greater good of, of, of what this industry looks like. So it's funny how sometimes people get – like, we can all be like, yay, cars, but then someone sees a guy at a Corvette pull up, and he's like, oh, is he wearing a gold chain? Like, is it an old guy? And you're like, no, not everybody that drives a Corvette is old and wears a gold chain. Is that a stereotype? Yes, and sometimes it's right. But I sometimes think we get lost in this minutia of of trying to think that we're better than other people in this industry. And it's weird because, you know, I don't know what got you started, but for me, it was my dad being into cars and we started wrenching on anything we could. And so like when the import craze kind of took off, the reason it really took off and it was our generation's hot rods is just like my dad and the ones he messed with, we could afford the cars that we bought and we could afford to work on them and make them better. And so now when I see people be critical of, especially younger kids, like it's harder for people, for kids to get into cars nowadays. Number one, there's not as many I think kind of cool choices, not as much stuff swaps over. There's a million things you could say to, besides like technology and they don't go hang out in front of each other anymore. <laughs> but, you know, it's like I see somebody making fun of a kid because, oh, he did something stupid to his car. And I just have to stop people and be like, dude, that was you eight years ago or 10 years ago or 15. We all have to start somewhere. But like when you see a low rider who can talk to a guy with a hot rod, who can also talk to a guy with a new Toyota Supra, like that to me is that glue that holds us all together. But if we all liked the same thing, none of this stuff would be cool. The difference is to me is what makes it special. Yeah. Well, and I, I completely agree with you, you know, and it's, it's interesting when you start getting those conversations, you know, with the different types of people in the automotive industry, you know, we've got so many mutual friends. I mean, I've been on Corolla's show and I've been on Spike's Ferriston show and like, you know, we all have something different we, we bring to the table, but it's like, we can go and we can talk. And I love hearing, you know, like Spike's Porsche, you know, stories and, and I'm not a Porsche guy, yeah. but I, I can appreciate that, you know, and, and I know little enough that we can draw parallels and it's the same when I talk off-road trucks to him like he's never really been in one but he can appreciate it and he loves the stories you know and I I feel like you know like you said it's just interesting and you know like you said too I grew up in that generation and I know it was uh you know, here in the Southwest where I was at, it was uh, it was imports, you know, and, and the tuner craze. And it was also, 
Um, it was also guys were, were building, you know, whether it be Toyota pickups or Rangers into pre-runners and things like that and just bouncing through, right. you know, the desert. And I grew up there. And, I mean, I, I owned my first truck when I was only 14, and I was already saving up, you know, from washing cars and my weekend job to, uh, to buy fiberglass fenders and stuff. And I, I didn't even have a driver's license, and I was already <laughs> spending money on a truck, you know. But I grew up just like you did because I was in the shop with my dad, and that's what you did. You wrenched, you know, and you wrenched and you wrenched, and it just gets its hooks in you at a young age. And, you know, here we are. I'm, you know, I think same age as you within a few months, and, uh, you know, it's, the rest is history, man. I've figured out how to uh, never grow up, I like to say. And we'll have more Rutledge Wood when we return to the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But The Secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? At Superior Cruise and Travel, we've got you covered. We'll assign you your own travel concierge. They'll help you design a custom vacation plan that you can't find online. And the service is completely free. You can't compare the value of this to any other online travel company. We can help you plan a custom vacation anywhere in the world. We even offer payment plans with no credit card required. Now you pay off your vacation on your time schedule. Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a 5-star A-plus online rating. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally 
on the American Forces Network. Here with Rutledge Wood on the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, and we're talking about eras. And who would have guessed that we would be in an era where, you know, guys like Matt Farah with Smoking Tire or uh, David, that dude in blue, Tavarish. If you look at how people are using, you know, the different mediums that we have, and even like guys like Doug DeMuro just absolutely abusing the CarMax return policies. Like there have been so many cool things that I think when you and I were first starting out, you go, man, I wish I understood better. Like, what's this part really doing? Or I wish there was, like, some way I could figure out how to mod this one thing. Well, now there's this incredible resource in the Internet where so many people who share the same passion are willing to to share this knowledge and even show you how. And it's even providing, like, a way of life for so many of these people that, to me, I just think we've never been in a better place kind of big picture with with the industry and the fact that i mean think how many cars come off the block now with over 500 horsepower in the tightest like fuel mileage standards we've ever had you just sit there and laugh and go i don't totally get what's happening but i love that it is well and it's funny you say that because i was looking back and i i I mean my family's got a ford dealership that's 100 years old so i i've been a ford guy and obviously i'm just a car guy you know i've had contracts with subaru and things like that but i know like the the earliest cars i can remember that i really really wanted i mean we all have like the lamborghini countach posters on our wall in the 80s like that was a given but i remember ford came out i went to a, a ford show in the early i mean i had to been 10 11 years old early 90s and uh, Ford came out with an SVT Contour. And I remember I thought this Ford Contour SVT was the raddest car ever made. And if you look I up this. Too. I did too. I totally did too. It's like 190 horsepower. And I look at that. I'm like, one, how did Ford put out an SVT Contour that was 190 horsepower? And then I'm like, man, things have really, I mean, you can get a bone stock Fiesta or pick your whatever compact car has got that nowadays. Like, it's crazy, man. Who would have guessed that I've seen lately so many of the the focus, the Fiesta, um, like there's no way when we were growing up that anyone would have ever looked at a Ford Festiva and thought, man, one day that thing's going to be cool. And then the, remember the, the Shogun came out? Yeah. The Shogun was like taking a, a Ford Festiva and giving it a whole bunch of meth, and you came back and you're like, wow, you look pretty good. <laughs> like had the SHO V6 in the back wide body the car still makes no sense i saw one of cars caffeine and octane in atlanta and just immediately thought that i have to own this car i want to drive this car i'm sure it's a terrible driving car but damn it if it's not cool and someone did it i mean there was a time do you remember how cool the probe gt v6 was dude and it had the turbo on there and uh that was another dream car of mine i wanted a probe gt turbo with a stick like that was like the dream car now you look at probes Dude, that was the ugliest car. What were we thinking? Oh, my gosh. I have no idea. And you you don't find them anywhere. And if you do see one, you can't. I mean, you rubberneck so hard <laughs> to turn your head and think, like, what a time that was. When I was in high school, I had four or five friends at once that all had one. And they – it was, like, the goofiest non-car club car club ever. Like, they <laughs> thought they were a crime-fighting team. But, man, those were fun to drive. It's funny you bring this up because we've probably got some listeners like, what the hell is a Ford Probe? Yeah, go and Google it because you're going to be like, oh, Jimmy and Rutledge are nuts. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Also, look up the MX-6 from Mazda. Same car underneath. Funny. Just, But then they they were little torque monsters, torque steer the whole time. I had one friend uh, named Rick who put a single chamber Flowmaster on there. It's oh. a record. 
it was so redneck and it's it's sort of like a redneck ferrari like it sounded cool and terrible simultaneously and we love that thing that's funny because i had a single chamber flow master and uh i put that on my ranger with a 2.9 v6 and that thing wouldn't go and get out of its way when i had 31 inch tires on there but it sounded loud anyways and my parents loved it because oh. my dad's like i always knew when you came home late because we could hear you from six blocks away Oh, for sure. Like, and I get that it's like a time of life, but there's a reason I'm a Magnaflow guy now. I can tell you that for sure. All my cars sound awesome, but none of them sound like hot garbage. That's for sure. <laughs> well, I think that, yeah, and I'm a Gibson guy, but uh, I think that muffler is still made out there somewhere. But uh, uh, that is, that's funny, man. But, you know, you mentioned hyperdrive, and I, I wanted to ask you about that because, you know, you kind of gave the primer on that show, and, uh, I, I to be honest with you, I've kind of started watching, but it's one of those I know I want to binge watch it, so I, I kind of just been dipping my toe in the water. But you know, I think where we're at in the car car industry and motorsports in general, like I you know this show, I mean we're we're eight years deep now, and we started at you know quote unquote action motorsports, and it was kind of you know motorsports evolving now, which is funny because I've gone full circle and I'm covering IndyCar and NASCAR and NHRA and everything else, but. Do you, I, yeah. I kind of feel like Tanner and Ken Block, I mean, those are a couple of guys. I mean, you can throw Vaughn and Forsberg and Turk and those guys in there as well. But, you know, specifically Tanner and Ken, like they kind of created this whole movement where I, I think it, it really showed people, hey, we can do so much more in cars. I mean, with, with you know, everything that Tanner's done with the Hot Wheels stuff and, you know, Ken with Jim Connors and things like that. And I feel like this is kind of the culmination of where where we're at right now, you know, this whole thing with Hyperdrive. Completely. And I think, you know, what? I don't think we could have a show like this without um, what Ken Block has done, what Tanner Faust has done, because those guys up the bar so much. And they were a great influence on each other, even to, to sort of say, like, all right, I'm going to try this. Well, I'm going to try this. And, and that um, for the automotive side, it's kind of like what Pastrana has done for bikes. You know, it's all yeah. these guys come together to try to make things. Uh, better because one person watched the show and they're like, "Oh, it's like Jim Connagrid." I was like, "Well, kind of. It's like Jim Connagrid in that it's this insane all-out competition." Except some of the cars that are in Jim Connagrid are the most expensive race cars that people have ever seen. So <laughs> it's a it's a variance. I think what's so cool about Hyperdrive is when when Aaron Catling and the, the guys who came up with the show they wanted to find something that anyone in the world would watch and go, I want to try it. I got to do that. And to do that, you had to kind of tap into the mind of a kid. Like, you know, you remember playing with Hot Wheels and you'd, you'd zoom them around on your floor and it was like, oh, I'm going to do this jump or I would slide through here. It's essentially that same notion, but on this grand stage. And when the producers interviewed me two years ago about the show and said, this sounds fun. Like, is this something you're interested in? I said, I, I gotta be honest, this sounds like my like perfect show. This is an absolute dream come true, but I don't think anyone's going to give you enough money to make it. And they said, excuse me. I was like, yeah, no, I just, I hope they do. If they do, please call me. But I think this is going to be impossible to do this right. And you've got to have a ton of money. And, and luckily Netflix loved the idea and backed it. And to see 28 drivers from all over the world, we had probably 15 or so from the u.s maybe 14 to see all these drivers pack their car into a shipping container two months before not really knowing what they were getting into and then they fly to the u.s to rochester new york of all places and we took the old kodak factory and turned it into this amazing uh playground it's it's hard to imagine what it would be like for most people to think oh i'll just take my own pride and joy my car that i love so much 
and I'll go put it on this insane competition that's not some million-dollar sweepstakes or anything. Like, no, they went and beat up their own cars to show that they were the absolute best in the world. And to me, being there, being a part of it, I don't, I don't know if I've been a part of anything cooler. Doing Top Gear um, U.S. with Adam and Tanner is some of the greatest fun I've ever had in my life. But this was different because I got to help showcase the talent that all these other people have. And man, it was just, it was just so cool to see it and to see the ways that people would push each other and themselves and to know now that families will sit and watch that show. And my daughters all loved it, but to see families watch it and husbands and wives come up and tell me, no, I'm a huge gearhead. She hates cars. She watched the whole thing with me. You know, we got through in one sitting. That's a really cool feeling, you know, because let's be honest, sometimes the stuff that we do, Jim, it's great for guys like you and I, but there's no reason that any half of our friends would pay attention to it if they're not into that same love of the nut and bolt that we are. Yeah. Well, and that's a true story, you know, and it's like every once in a while, like my wife will sit down and she'll watch an IndyCar race with me or, or, or something like that, you know, when it, you know, or our portions of the Indy 500, but you know, by and large, she'll go away and be like, Oh, this is kind of boring. And, you know, and even car shows and it, it's just the nuts and bolts of it. Like you said, like you've got to really be into it, but something like this, I know. And I, I watched, actually, I was reading something on it and somebody, it was one of the reviewers said, this is the show that we never knew needed to be made, but we're glad it was. And I, I think that kind of sums it up the best. You know, I don't think anybody knew the world needed this show, but now that it's here, it's like, oh man, it's got its hooks in us. Isn't that true? Like it's in, and I, to me, I sit there and think about if you were from Brazil and you were watching this show and you see two guys from your own country battle head to head on this amazing course, it gets harder and harder how could you not want to go try it? And there is that chance that we could do almost, you could do like regional qualifier type things in the same sort of way that other motorsports said, yeah, come out, try it, you know, see, see how it feels, whatever. But we could do that same notion all over the world and, and to give people this great stage because we've had some incredible drivers on there. Fielding Shredder, uh, who's from Lone Star Drift out in Texas, um, ripped it up, Brittany Williams, Farouk Kawhi. There's been some amazingly talented people um, that have been on there. But I also love, like, there was this gal, Sarah Harrow, that shows up from Florida in what was her daily driver, like, two weeks before the show. And she basically takes the interior out of her V6 Mustang. <laughs> they weld a roll cage in, and she goes out there and gives it hell. And she had been doing some... Com- kind of smaller drifting in and around um, Florida, but only for like the past eight months in part time. And dude, she got out there with the most heart I've ever seen and ripped it up. And that to me is what I love because don't get me wrong. I love watching the BJ Baldwin's and Casey Curry's and Jim Beavers of the world. I do. I love to see people who have the talent and the sponsors and everything else to make it. But when you see somebody show up in their own car and go put it on the line, it makes you just feel so good about all of motorsports in general. It really does. And we'll be back with more with Rutledge Wood when we return to the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris. And here's today's BRP safety tips. Riding outdoor recreational vehicles can be fun. These safety tips can help make your outdoor experience safe and enjoyable. Enroll in a motorcycle, ATV, snowmobile, or water safety course. Depending on the vehicle, always wear protective gear. Helmets, life jackets, goggles, long sleeve shirts and pants, and gloves will help keep you incident-free. Always stick to the correct and legal number of people on your outdoor machine. 
And now a word from BRP. It's time for the Yellow Tag Sales Event at your local BRP dealer, where you can save big on new Can-Am off-road vehicles. Can-Am vehicles were made to perform and make the most out of any challenge. And right now, quality costs less because you can save up to $2,000 on select Can-Am vehicles. Just stop by your local BRP dealer right now before the Yellow Tag Sales Event is gone. Offer ends September 30th, 2018. Certain conditions may apply. See dealer for details. Hey. Hey, Bench. What are you doing? I'm rubbing my blue emu on. Were you ready to go fishing? Fishing? You said we were going fishing this morning. I have 10 gold glove awards. Oh, here we go again. Johnny Bench doesn't go fishing. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Johnny Bench goes catching. Blue Emu supports healthy muscles and joints. Blue Emu, it works fast and you won't stink. Available at nationwide retailers and Amazon. Staples gives your business more for less. It's where I get more peace of mind knowing my ink is in stock. It's where I get more done with my day because I'm in and out fast. And where I get more savings since it's always low priced. And now, buy one HP ink cartridge for your HP OfficeJet Pro printer and get a second 30% off. Plus, get free overnight delivery on HP ink at staples.com. Staples, for all your business essentials and beyond. Ends 914.19. Restrictions apply. Free delivery excludes holidays and weekends. Order by 5 p.m. See staples.com slash HPBOGO or store for details. Dell semi-annual sale is officially on. You now have the rare chance to get the latest Dell and Alienware computers with Intel Core processors at 17% off. A discount usually reserved just for Dell employees. Shop a wide selection of leading-edge Dell and Alienware monitors and more, all with free shipping. Call 800 by dell or go to dell.com slash semi-annual sale to enjoy huge, limited-time employee savings. That's 800 by dell You're in charge of hiring, and Indeed has solutions like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. We'll also have a dolphin chatter excitedly in front of the perfect candidate. Okay, there's no dolphin. But skills tests, that's a for sure. See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com slash promo today and get a free sponsored job upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor, episode number 400. I got Rutledge Wood on the line. We are uh, knee deep in this interview. And, you know, Rutledge, one thing that, uh, that, I, that I've really tried to do through this show, and that seems like that show is the same way, is I, I feel like women now, like, you know, in motorsport and in car culture, like, they, they're very accepting. And I know at one point in time it was almost like there's this barrier to entry where maybe there was some interest, but it was just like you're not welcome. But I feel like literally, in the, especially in the last decade, but I, I've seen the motorsports industry just, just open their arms wide to, to women. And I, I love seeing women come out, and whether it be in a Jeep out on the rocks or in a UTV or, in, you know, in this case on your TV show, like I, I love the fact that women are getting involved and some of them are great, great, phenomenal drivers. And I think that that's one thing that we're that I love about the auto industry right now is that we have shifted, you know, that that paradigm. And, and now it's like, you know, women are completely equal with men and they have these opportunities to come in and show what they've got. Completely. Because and, and that's, you know, having three daughters and have them be able to sit there and watch and go, oh, I really like Britney or I think Sarah's going to take it like that. Uh, you know, there's no other 
the way to do that. And, you know, I think that's why so many of us took um, losing our friend Jesse Combs so hard is because she wasn't just a person that inspired some people. She was a person that inspired everybody. And I think that's what a show like Hyperdrive can do is because, yeah, maybe you don't own a Lamborghini and, and figure out how to get it sideways. But the guy Tokyo that came out from Kansas City in his, like, junkyard Nissan S13, that guy still ripped it up and he put it all on the line. And there was a huge amount of respect to be given to the people who don't just talk about doing something, but actually get out there and do it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Well, you know, you got to switch gears here, though, because you'd mentioned a couple times Tanner and Adam and, you know, in Top Gear. And, uh, man, I, I got to say, you, you'd been involved in, uh, you know, television and NASCAR and stuff like like that but you know i feel like once top gear us hit and, and even tanner for for the most part i mean people knew him from racing but i feel like that show and and you your three personalities when that all came together i feel like that just completely you know skyrocketed all your guys's careers and i mean made you you know not that you weren't household names before but really put you guys on the map and i know you know i i've you know i've been friends with tanner for a long time and that thing kind of came to an end and and things happen the way they are but there there's been fans like i've seen so much on social media you guys talk at all and it, i mean is there ever a chance you guys even reboot this thing as like a a youtube series or something thing on netflix i mean is that in the back of your guys's minds rutledge oh man it's you know what's funny it's always on our minds do it doing that show with those two um and you know it, it was any show like that that has ever existed is going to have some kind of growing pains and i think that what the three of us did well together is when they interviewed all of us and and said what do you think is going to make this show succeed or fail i was like well if you've got three people pretending to be the guys from the uk this thing's gonna fail and i don't want to be a part of it and they're like what do you mean i was like i'm not here to be a clarkson or a hammond or a maze like i just i'm just me so if this works i'm all in and and i remember the first day that i met tanner i was like starstruck because here's this guy i've been watching for years um you know through through drift and supercars exposed and all this other stuff and there were all these like big hollywood dudes that were there none of them knew who tanner was and none of them knew who i was um it was a really funny thing that happened and then we met adam and things just really clicked because we shot a bunch of stuff together before we ever shot a single show but i think what was cool is that we didn't pretend to be you know people that you needed to listen to like we weren't trying to pretend to be anything other than three guys on these insane road trips. And that's why you should enjoy it. So what's cool is I think people got to like grow with us. And then, you know, by the end, we had done 72 shows over six and a half, almost seven years for something that was supposed to be a, like a five year, 50 show max kind of deal. And the only bummer is really like, there's no easy way to get around it. The three of us wanted to keep doing the show and history channel wanted to have more of it, but BBC got so lost with the UK guys leaving and, and they just, they ultimately, they've killed a brand um, in a really sad way that so many of us um, loved. So I wish I could tell you that we were going to totally reboot Top Gear and um, save it from the ashes. But sometimes you got to be able to admit that, like, pride is what got those people in, in trouble. And, uh, and it's not going to help them get out of it unless they can shake that. So uh, I would love to go do something fun with Adam and Tanner. And it's always something that, that's on our minds. And I think we, we've gotten close a couple times, but you have to also be smart enough to say like no we had an opportunity to do one thing and it was going to be cool but it was just a little too hokey and i think we all know like the audience that grew with us loves us just being ourselves together and i really believe in my heart that that opportunity is going to happen for us to be able to go do that again because none of us to, to your point we didn't understand what was going to happen we had never done a show that had the global airing that the top year did and 
I didn't, I honestly didn't know until I got to the Olympics in 2016 for NBC. And, you know, there's a, there's like, um, I can't remember the guy's name from NBC that was like Mr. Olympics. He's there with 24-hour security, Bob Costas. Bob Costas had a security guy with him at all times because people were worried, like, what happens if he gets kidnapped and all this other stuff. Not a single person knew who Bob Costas was that wasn't on our crew from America. Everywhere we went, Jim, everyone knew who I was. Like, way more than, than at the time in the U.S., it felt like. Because Top Gear aired twice a day in Brazil, and car culture is that <laughs> important to them. So Tanner would be going to a you know a rally in the middle of nowhere and flying through Sweden or somewhere else, and every time he would get there, a security guard or a police officer or whatever would stop and want to talk to him about Top Gear for 15 minutes. So I don't think any of us ever realized what was happening when we were doing it, which is probably a, a great thing, and we just knew we were going to have the time of our lives with these guys that became like family to me. Like, I still talk to those two all the time, um, and, and I love them. I really do. Like, they're two of the best friends that I never knew I was going to have. So it's it's been incredible, and, and when you can see uh, the, the ways of success and continue that, that the guys from the UK have had and, and other people who have done shows together and whether it's you know chris jacobs and and chip foos doing overhaul and like when you find a combination that works and people support it um you got to be smart enough to keep doing things with those people when you have that chance so uh, i really hope and i think we're going to get that shot to go do something that's the right thing because you know you also we don't want to show up uh, doing something that like we can't pretend to go drag race cars together like we couldn't go show up to like street outlaws yeah. and have it make any sense so uh, <laughs> we'll see but i love those guys and we talk about it all the time for sure yeah well and i think you know like you'd said it's funny you know because a lot of even reality tv nowadays it's so overproduced and i even personalities like i you know you'll know somebody and they'll go on a show and i'm like that's not really that person and uh, i think right. the, the key thing with top gear is that let your guys's personality shine they never directed you hey you need to act this way you need to be this guy you need to do this you know i think that's what made that a success and you look at other shows that have done that i even look at the stuff that like you and dale jr do on nbc and it's funny because i think fans are really getting to get to see the side of dale jr now you know that the real Dale Jr. And, uh, you know, and I think that's what's special about, you know, just the, the things that you guys have been able to do to, together. And I think fans really attach themselves to that. I think that's really a, a key piece of what made Top Gear Top Gear was the fact that they just let you guys be you. And you know what? I think what's happening in, like, I think retroactively people, there are a lot of people that are like, oh, Top Gear scripted and this, that. They was like, well, number one, we didn't have a single script. They never handed us anything to, to read. Um, now, I think people were confusing the notion of like, it's definitely a show that's produced. Like there was a reason, like I love Roadkill, but there's a reason that Roadkill wasn't on TV for the longest time, because that was a absolute natural arc of these two friends. It's David and Mike, and they're going to go do something stupid and you're going to see what happens. There's a reason a show like that hasn't worked on TV previously because you've got to have stuff that keeps people interested in everything else. Now I've watched almost all, all the shows they've done. So uh, the difference is they were people that would have a plan. But, like, most of the time they'd call us and say, hey, you got three grand, you need to go 150 miles an hour. What do you want? And I would get on Craigslist and just start sending <laughs> links because I'd be, I'd be covering a race somewhere. Or, you know, Tanner would be in another country. Adam would be acting in New York, whatever it was. And then we show up, and they this is what happens. So what was cool is that I think people are having a better appreciation for, man, we got a lot of stuff done on that show and did some really cool things that I think 
the people that if you weren't totally paying attention, you'd be like, no, I know, I'll watch it. Like, they're having fun, whatever. And now you look back and go, wow, you drove to the top of a glacier in Iceland, and there it doesn't make any sense. And, like, we got up to the top, and the whole time they thought, all right, if this thing goes off, if this volcano with the glacier on top goes off, <laughs> you have uh, three hours to, to get down before it, it's, like, mass chaos. Because it's also going to create a flood, of course, underneath and I was like, three hours? It took two and a half days to get up here. What am I going to do with three hours? <laughs> yeah. You know, like, that's, I look back at the stuff that we did is just ridiculous. But I love that people still watch, whether it's on YouTube or, or Hulu or they find it. Like, that's a cool thing. But uh, those same people, because Tanner helped design a lot of the courses for Hyperdrive. And a lot of people, the number one reaction I got from people is the show is awesome. When are you going to do something with Adam and Tanner? So it, it warms my heart uh, to, to see that. And, of course, a lot of people saying, when season two, I want to try out. That, to me, is rad. Cause, like, uh, tell me, once you see it, I believe that you would want to get out there and, and give it a shot and rip it up. I know you do great. Yeah. No, I, I, I think everybody does. That's, that's what's great about it. It's one of those where it, people see that. And I think that's what's been key with uh, any motorsports that's been a success in, is people see it and they go, hey, I, I, I can go and do that too. And I think, you know, that, that's the thing with Polaris Razor, you know, is it, it's, it's welcoming to everybody. That's the thing with just about, you know, any of these motorsports that really, I think, drifting for one, you know, people know, hey, we can, I can go and do that. I can take my car and learn to drift, you know, and I think hyperdrive is one of those, you know, it's one of those rarities, the anomalies where, you know, you and I watch a top fuel car and we know we can't do that, but I watch hyperdrive and I go, oh, I can do that too. And that's what brings people in by, you know, the masses. Totally. Totally. So, uh, I think that, that's what, I think that's what makes it work. Yeah, exactly. So that being said, we are almost to the three-segment time break here, buddy. Uh, what, what do you got next? I know NASCAR, it is playoff time, my friend. Uh, you know, I know you got some filming and stuff. What's, uh, what, what's coming up for you in the next couple of weeks? Well, uh, I'm working on uh, another show for uh, Netflix, and I'm not allowed to tell you what it is yet, but it'll be awesome. Um, hopefully we get to hear some good news on Hyperdrive soon. And yeah, uh, NASCAR and NBC is heating up. We got our you know, the field set for 16 um, people running for the championship. So now we just, we got 10 more races to see how all this stuff is going to shake out. But uh, I'm bummed, man. Jimmy Johnson didn't, didn't make it. I know that would have been awesome, but uh, I got a feeling we're going to see maybe Denny Hamlin. Uh, It's been an insane year for him. Maybe even Kyle Busch. I don't know who we're going to, going to pick, but it's going to be an awesome year. That's for sure. Yeah. I got to say is, uh, is a guy that uh, knows both of Jimmy's brothers and how much work that uh, Jarrett put into uh, getting his old uh, off-road truck back together. I absolutely, the entire off-road community was so stoked on Jimmy Johnson, bringing back the old Chevy lightning for a uh, theme for, for Darlington and the video he put out with the old how off-road cool truck. How cool was that? Dude, uh, dude, I, I don't. I, I swear the entire off road industry was literally on cloud nine because of that. Like I don't. I know Jimmy's still friends with a lot of people in the industry. He hasn't been back in a while, and rightfully so. He's trying to become the greatest NASCAR driver of all time. Um, right. But dude, like that was so so rad. I mean, it gave me goosebumps because I grew up. My dad raced against Jimmy in Class Eight, and then to see him bring that truck back, it was like so rad. And Jarrett, man, he did such a ridiculous job. That that thing. You know, to, to dig around and find period-correct parts and to rebuild that truck the way they did. And we got to give credit to Ally Bank. The fact that they said, no, totally, we make make it exactly like you had it. Because a lot of these companies get in there and they're like, yeah, let's do a throwback. And it doesn't look anything like what they're throwing back to. But, you know, that truck, without that truck, we would have never had Jimmy Johnson 
in NASCAR is the truth. So to me, it's not only a piece of off-road history, it's a piece of NASCAR history. And that's what I loved about seeing it there in Darlington was just the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And now I know everybody's already talking, oh, hopefully Jimmy takes it to the Nora Mexican 1000, you know, the vintage race and takes it down there so we can see him run that. And I got to think that's on on his radar at some point. So uh, we'll see. He's got to be. He's so cool, man. I know he'd do it. Yeah, uh, dude, I'm sure he is. And like I said, I know he's, he's still friends with a lot of people in the industry. And uh, I can tell you, we'd welcome him back with open arms anytime he wanted to come back. And um, I'm sure Robbie Gordon would uh, give him a little rub here and there, too. So <laughs> it'd be fun to have him <laughs> You know it. Yeah, Jimmy versus Robbie in the desert once again. Wouldn't that be a storyline, man? I'd be there. I'd, I'd be. I'd be on the front row. Yeah, I think both of us would. Oh man, Rutledge, dude! Thank you for the taking the time for uh, episode number four hundred, buddy. I can promise you it won't be four hundred episodes before we do it again, man. Hey, man. Hey, congratulations! Thanks for having me. So proud of you, man. Thanks for uh, for doing what you do. This is such a cool thing to be a part of, and uh, and you're a legend. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you, buddy. And I'm sure we'll see you out at that General Continental Tire uh, party at SEMA once again, right? Yes, I can't wait. See you there. How rad is Rutledge Wood, man? So special to have him on the show here to celebrate episode number 400. We're going to wrap things up when we return here to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-957-6063. That's 800-957-6063. Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California dedicated to your health, your life, and your sports. As a weekend warrior, you know about sports injuries and pain. Exercise is an important element in keeping your body's core in good shape to minimize sports injuries. But when you are in pain, there is one product that I recommend to my patients, and that is Blue Goo Gel. Blue Goo consists of a proprietary formula developed specifically for the treatment of inflammation and general muscle aches and strains. I recommend Blue Goo for my patients coping with hip and knee pain before surgery, especially bursitis and tendonitis. Give Blue Goo a try. Call 1-888-330-0123 and you'll receive a one-week supply of Blue Goo absolutely free. The makers of Blue Goo are even paying the shipping. The number again is 1-888-330-0123. If you want more information on Blue Goo, visit online at www.dothegoo.com. Now available at select big five stores near you. Restrictions may apply. Plans and costs for coverage may vary. Call Protect My Car for details. In these hard economic times, you've got to do whatever you can to save money. One of our biggest expenses can be our cars, especially when unexpected repair bills hit. Not anymore. If you do own a car, truck, or SUV made from $19.99 or higher, you could stop paying for car repairs. That's right. You might not have to pay a penny to have it repaired. Just dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone now to see if you qualify. You must have an automobile made from $19.99 or higher. And all 
oil repairs for your engine transmission and much more can become a thing of the past. Dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone today and get your car protected before your next repair bill hits. That's right. Total protection for your car and no more repair bills. Just dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone now to see if your car qualifies. That's star star 1147. Never pay for car repairs again. Just dial star star 1147 on your mobile phone now. Dial star star 1147. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show. Available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Episode number 400. Uh, Thanks to all of you guys for tuning in today. You guys make this show happen. We wouldn't be 400 episodes without you, the listeners. I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. And, uh, you know, everything you guys have done for me. Love hearing your feedback at Jim Beaver 15 on social media or use that Facebook group. Uh, it's Jim Beaver Action Motorsports Discussion. Love hearing from you guys. We've got the contact form at downanddirtyshow.com. Thank you once again for all your continued support of the show and, uh, you know, making us, uh, you know, hit this milestone. Wouldn't happen without you guys or our partners at Polaris Razor, General Tire, Four Wheel Parts, MyMedic. Don't forget, coupon code at MyMedic is Jim Beaver. That'll get you 15% off. Vision Wheel, Gibson Exhaust, Dirtfish. Coupon code is DF for 15% off at Dirtfish, uh, Super ATV, and everybody who has supported us over the years and uh, helped us make this amazing milestone happen. Seriously, thank you guys. Please hit up iTunes, hit the subscribe button, and also at YouTube, we're dropping a bunch of content there. We've got some exciting stuff coming. Thanks to Pastrana. Thanks to Rutledge Wood. Uh, we will be back next week with another episode. Man, back to the grind, right? Back to, uh, back to uh, the drawing board, right? we got to get to episode number 500. I guess that's two years from now, but we got to keep uh, plugging away at things. Once again, thank you guys, and uh, I can't wait to, uh, to hear your feedback on the show and uh, what you think. And uh, I can promise you we'll continue to be here every week with more Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Hopefully you guys have a great week. See you next time right here. <laughs> You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network.